Good evening. This is WMUC College Park Radio, and you are listening to Nervous Child Collection. Hey, radio listeners. Do you like music? How about business? Come check out the Maryland Music Business Society, Thursdays at 7 in Van Munching Hall. Like us on Facebook at Terp Music for more details. Just to make sure it's you guys can hear me um i don't know if there's any backup background noise being picked up but they're recording in the studio right next to me and it's extremely loud so i hope you guys can hear me if you can't please someone send me a text because i feel really bad right now and i can barely hear myself speak um but you know hello jordan Binkava here this is nervous child collection uh, for those of you who are new, I listened to a new album every single day last year, and this show is kind of just me talking about those albums and all these albums that I've loved and found throughout my life also. Um, this week we're doing an album that I found just last year, um, only two to three months ago actually, but it's definitely one that I love. Um, sorry, it's so loud. I really hope you guys aren't bothered by it but um yeah so we are going to be talking about an album today um that album would be peripheral vision by turnover for any of you who know it uh the way that i do my show is i play a couple of songs i'm doing six songs today i talk about some personal facts with me i talk about the album and the artist and then I talk about some public reviews that are out there. So, yeah, that's what the vibe is um, for those of you who are new. Uh, I hope everyone's doing well tonight. And I'm just going to get right into it. I'm going to the basketball game after this. So I'm just going to get right into it. And also, I really apologize if you can hear the people recording literally, like, through the door next to me. Like, it's very loud. So I hope you guys are doing okay with that. Um, so yeah, uh, Peripheral Vision by Turnover, uh, an album I found not that long ago. So some personal facts. My first listen was December 1st, 2021, and it was because Amelie sent me a song, which I will be playing later, and I immediately was like, what the hell? This is amazing. I was immediately blown away. And then, um, I took it up to listen to the album like a day later or something and immediately loved it. It was just 10 out of 10 first listen. I just, wow, amazing. And I can easily say that still. I listened to it a bunch from then till now, like many times this week as well. Um, so very much a top tier album. I rated it number six on out of 25 on like my top albums that I found last year. So pretty high up there. Um, I like basically every single song on the album. Um, some I love, some I just like, but I have my preferences, definitely. And I wanted to do this album on the show sooner, but I didn't feel like I knew it long enough or knew it well enough. So that's why I'm getting to it now. But I like right after I listened, I was like, I want to do it this week. Like That's how strongly I felt for it. Um, and then to get into the album and the artist info, so... Turnover is kind of like a shoegaze, dream pop, pop, rock, emo band. Um, they kind of started out, out as more of like a pop punk rock band, but this album is way, way more dream pop rock-esque, and you'll definitely be able to tell right away. Um, they are under Run For Cover record label. They're from Virginia. They have four albums and two EPs. This is their second album. They formed in 2009. Um, they consist of members... Austin Getz, Casey Getz, Danny Dempsey, Nick Rayfield, and Shane Moran. Uh, Peripheral Vision was released May 4th, 2015, uh, produced by Will Yip. And it's generally, generally called one of the greatest emo albums of all time. Uh, I didn't realize like how highly acclaimed it was until I listened to it. And then I realized I see this album cover and like people talking about it all the time and how it's like 
one of the best albums ever, especially like rated by like emo fans. Like it's definitely a big shoegaze dream pop album, but a lot of like punk emo fans are like, this is one of the greatest albums of all time. Um, so yeah, extremely highly acclaimed. Um, and I'm happy that I found it because this album just immediately like changed me. Um, you know, it's definitely one of my more favorite albums that I've found in my life, but I've only known it for so long that I still have so much more growing to do with the album. Uh, but I'm happy I'm doing it now. You know, it's, it's great, this album. And I feel like a lot of you will like it. And it's not something that everyone knows. Like, yes, all the songs have over a million listens. Most have like over 10 million listens. So it's definitely popular. And maybe it was just me that didn't know it before. But um, yeah, I don't know. I really love this album. And I thought now's a good time to share it. I just felt like this was a good week to do it. Um, so I'm just going to get right into it. I'm sorry if I'm going a little bit fast, but, um, I was really stressed out about the, um, loud, loud people right next to me. So I kind of wanted to just get right into it. But with that being said, we are going to get into the first song in just a moment. Um, I don't have like a track by track, um, like list really to go through. So I can't, I can't say much about each song. But I'm playing a lot of songs from the first half of the album and then the last two songs. So we're going to start with the first track, which is called Cutting My Fingers Off. Uh, it's one of the most, it's the second most played on the album, but great, great song. Um, yeah, and I really want you guys to enjoy this and um, just this will give you the good feel for the album. You know, it's it's probably like my second or third favorite song. So, Yeah. Um, that's really all I have to say. Sorry for like my speed or maybe my energy. It's just, I'm really thrown off by the um, music in my ear um, right now from next door. And I really just feel bad if you guys can hear it too. But yeah, let's just get it right into it. So track number one is called Cutting My Fingers Off. And once again, this is Peripheral Vision by Turnover.
that was uh, cutting my fingers off once again. Uh, hope you guys can hear me. Um, but yeah, that's a great opening track in my opinion. I really love that one. Um, but yeah, let's just get into um, public reviews. I only have a few, so I'm really just going to be playing music today. Um, so just, you know, go with the vibe. Just a little bit of music and a little bit of talking. So via Genius Lyrics, um, vocalist Austin Getz said, to quote him, when we first started writing music, a lot of the songs were just about interactions with other people and other people letting me down or making me happy. What, whatever the case may be just interpersonal relationships. I feel like Peripheral Vision is more about an interpersonal relationship. The relationship I have with myself and kind of feeling a distance from the person who I thought I was and who I was becoming. Um, and then Genius also said that this band leaves their, their more pop punk style and jumps into a dream pop album. And a lot of thanks goes to the new and now gone edition of the guitarist Eric Sa Saucy. Um, he was here for that album. He's not in the band anymore, but a lot of people like say thanks to him because he brought that energy to this album. And that's all I really got from a uh, genius. So I'm just going to keep going. Um, I'm going to actually take out a song because I added it last minute and I'm realizing there's like, I don't really have much to say or do. So I'm just going to kind of have a short episode today, I guess. Um, yeah, uh, I don't I don't have too much to say, and it's not because I wasn't prepared. It's just like it's just like not much information I could really find on this album. Um, but also just for your information, uh, the song the um, album is 11 tracks long at 39 minutes, so they're more like short and sweet songs, which is nice. Um, but yeah, we're gonna skip track two, which is called New Scream. Um, it's a good song. It's just like I don't feel like playing it today. We're going to get into track three called Humming. Um, very good track, in my opinion. It's definitely one of my more favorited tracks. Um, a lot of the songs, like, do kind of have the feel of, like, sounding the same, if you will. But it works, definitely, with the album and, like, the energy that comes with it. And, like, the more you listen, the more you, like, pick out the differences between the two. But, yeah, we're just going to get into track three. It's called Humming. Um... Very good, definitely one of my more favorite tracks.
right. That one was humming once again. Uh, definitely like that one too. Um, and you can definitely tell the dream pop influence on a lot of this music. Um, it's very, but you can also, you can also see like the emo rock influence as well. I feel like there's a very good, like median between the two. Um, you know, a little bit of both. Um, once again, I'm sorry if you can hear anything in the background. It's not anything I can control right now. Um, but another source that I got from, per usual, was Pitchfork. Um, Pitchfork rated it a 6.6 out of 10, which is, like, not bad for Pitchfork. Um, it's not, like, in, like, my brain that doesn't look good, but Pitchfork generally rates really low. Um, so getting a 6.6 out of 10 is, like, not bad. Uh, they said a traditional punk band is delving into more dreamier rock sounds and they're using crystalline and sleek production styles and Getz's lyrics are either serious or awkward and it's kind of a theme. Well, that's that's a theme that I see a lot as like on the show, which is kind of funny. But, um, you know, if you listen to the lyrics, you can definitely see where he's coming from when he says that or when they say that, whoever wrote it. Um, and then to quote them, they said, or... I didn't write down if this was a quote from one of the band members or from Pitchfork, but to quote, I always remember things better than they were and miss people more than I should. And that's kind of like an overarching theme, which I think is very deep um, and interesting. And this is kind of just like a young band dealing with growing up and the troubles along the way, similar to Nothing Happens by Wallows, you know, the adolescent to adult moment that they're having and it's a warm gentle record but it's not subtle at the same time which i like that there's you know a mix it's like very dreamy like we've been saying but it's not it's not it's not soft you know it definitely hits um but yeah that's what pitchfork said uh, i only have one more source after that so i'm just gonna get into the next song which is my favorite song on the album it's called Dizzy on the Come Down. This is the one that Amelie sent to me and that I fell in love with and the reason that I listened to this album in the first place. Uh, I I love this song. It's so amazing, in my opinion. Definitely, like, one of the best songs I've heard in a long time. Uh, and this is the most popular song on the album. So forgive me, but I am obsessed with this song. So we're skipping track number four, which is Hello Euphoria. I was going to play it, but I'm just... I'm just going to do a shorter episode. I kind of threw that one in last second because I was like, oh, I think I need another song because I don't have much to say. But, you know, I don't want to... I didn't listen. I'm, you know, still getting familiar with the album, like every song. And I didn't, like, listen to the song and, like, really think about if I wanted to play it or not. So I'm not going to just, like, throw something random in there for fun. You know, I'm just going to play what I really want to. So... Yeah, skipping track number four called Hello Euphoria and getting into track number five, which is called Dizzy on the Come Down. Um, and this is my personal favorite on the album, so I hope you guys enjoy.
All right, once again, track number five, Dizzy on the Come Down. Uh, favorite song on the album. I really hope you guys enjoyed that one. So getting into my last source, um, I just took it straight from their record label, so Run For Cover Records. They described it as an ethereal, drenched in reverb, hazy dream pop and delicate emo rock album. Uh, an album of telling truths and being honest. And there are haunting lyrics on top of dreamy instrumentals. And that's really all I have to say in terms of, you know, public reviews or like, you know, um, sourced information. But yeah, I'm just gonna play the last two tracks in a few minutes and leave it at that. Talk to you guys for a few minutes afterwards. Uh, I'm sorry that I don't have much to give you for this episode. I'm sorry that this didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. I'm really tired and just the music in the background really ticked me off. Um, cause I can't hear myself talk right now. So even if you guys can't hear it, I on this end am not doing well with the sound in the background. So yeah, I'm just gonna get into my next two tracks in just a minute and leave you guys be for tonight. Um, once again, sorry that I'm going to have a shorter episode tonight, but Expect a good one next week. I, I have a few albums in mind, so don't expect the worst. But let's get into um, track. Well, next we're going to play track number 10. So we're skipping track six, six through nine. Um, track six is called Di- Diazepam. I don't know if I can pronounce that. Um, that's a good song. Seven, Like Slow Disappearing. Um, not the biggest fan, but it's also good. Eight, Take My Head. That's definitely my least favorite on the album, but it's still good. Uh, Number nine is called Threshold. I do really like that one, but it's kind of just like a short little like interlude type of thing. Um, And then we're going to get into track number 10, which is called I Would Hate You If I Could. Uh, I like this one a lot. I didn't realize how much I liked it until I started re-listening this past week, and I thought it would be a great addition to my show. So, yeah, we're going to play that, and then we're going to play the track right after it called Interpersonal, but I'll take a break in between, because why not? So, yeah, we're going to skip all the way to track 10, and it's once again called I Would Hate You If I Could.
Alright, so we're just gonna talk for a minute and then get right into the very last song on the album. Uh, once again, that one was I Would Hate You If I Could. Um, one of the more popular ones on the album, for sure. I really like that one. I like the um, bridge at the end. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I'm once again, I'm so sorry for the lack of an episode that I'm giving right now. Because you know what? It's not giving. It's not giving at all. But it's going to happen sometimes. Um, yeah, but before, I'll just talk to you guys for a little bit afterwards. I'll just play the last song and talk to you guys for another, like, five to ten minutes. So this last one, track number 11, is called Intrapersonal. Beautiful, beautiful track. Um, a great way to close it out. I love the opener and the closer of this album a lot. This is, like, definitely one of the top songs for me. I mean, as are all the songs I chose to play today. But this one, like, caught my eye first listen. So, yeah, this last track is called Intrapersonal. Okay, so that was all the tracks that I'm going to play today. That one was Intrapersonal. And, yeah, um, 
just to wrap it up, uh, that album is really good. Once again, I found it just at the beginning of December, so I've been listening a lot since then, and it's definitely one of the best albums I've really ever explored um, and been able to find. So very, very good, and I hope you guys take the time to listen because it's not that long of an album. And hopefully you guys just like the tracks that I played today. I know I didn't have much to give in terms of information, but, um, you know, I guess this this week's episode is weird. Um, my WMUC was told we were shutting down for the week because of technical issues, and then I, like, found out last minute that I was back on, so I just wasn't really mentally prepared I guess for the show and just with the background noise I kind of just had a weird episode today and just not much to say or show overall but I hope you guys liked it um you know not every week I have you know the world to give um very stressed out with work and stuff so I'm just gonna go you know do my thing um give the uh, the studio up to my up-and-coming people after me early give them the studio and yeah, I don't really have much to say. I really hope everyone's having a good week and weekend, whatever. Um, good President's Day, because, you know, Maryland doesn't give days off. I don't know why I would ever expect that. Um, hope everyone's safe and healthy and doing well. And yeah, next week, um, probably gonna pull up with a good album. Uh, if I come and there's music playing in the background, I'm going to not do the show because I'll not want to ruin an even better album. Um, but no, I have a few really great albums circulating in my head. I just have to figure out which one I want to commit to. But yeah, um, I hope everyone's doing well. Um, I hope this episode was good enough for those of you who listened. And yeah, I'll give you guys a lot more next week. I can promise you that. Expect the good things next week. But, you know, I hope you enjoyed the, what, you know, what I gave you this week. So, yeah, I hope everyone's doing well. Once again, this is Nervous Child Collection, and my name is Jordan Pinkava. Everyone have, have a good week. Um, have a good night. Uh, let's hope that Maryland beats Penn State. I'm going to go to the game in a little bit now. And, yeah, um, sending kisses out to all my fans and whatnot. Yeah. That was Peripheral Vision by Turnover. I'm Jordan Minkava. This is Nervous Child Collection. And it is WMC Digital College Park Radio. Have a good night, everyone.
Hello, hello. Can you, I hope you guys can't hear. There's like in the live music room, there's people playing. Yeah. Um, so if you hear, they're 